I read it, I was like, wait a minute. So making loud, passive-aggressive comments to my kids about the things I wish my husband would do, that's that's wrong. And <laughs> Is that what she's saying? <laughs> um, I'm pumped because Kelly Brinkman, I love you. And for those of you who used to... Okay, there's a lot of you who have been with us from the beginning of the well, from the beginning of A Wife Like Me, but then our podcast. And when we started our podcast, it was myself and Shannon Guerin. We, we were co-hosting and we would chat it up. And to be completely honest, this last year, we, we haven't been doing that. We've had a podcast team. They're brilliant. Kelly was one of them. And But honestly, I've missed this. I've missed right. interacting with you, the, the listener, Connection. wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I missed, honestly, like having so much fun. And right. so that's that's really what we're going to be doing. Um, right. We are doing just a few bonus episodes, Kelly and I, um, throughout. We're actually just going to be doing two until the end of the year. But starting in 2022, it's going to be Kelly and I, and we're going to be highlighting um, the good, 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 amazing truths that we need to know as wives. And so we're going to be talking about some of our blog posts, and we're going to be just diving into these issues that really matter and that can really help us in and on the journey. So if you are new to us for the, this is your first time watching or listening, I'm Amanda Davis and I'm the founder of A Wife Like Me. And we are here to just help you thrive in marriage um, because it's hard. So when you have community to do that and resources and tools, it is so much easier. You don't feel alone. So we're really here for you and I'm excited, Kelly, to tell us who you are. Well, I like warm hugs. No. Um, So Amanda and I, we met like, I don't know, like 2017 and, you know, became like best friends in the coffee line. We talked about that one time Mm -hmm. and just connected. I think right away we talked about deep issues of marriage and you just went there. So, and yeah. it's amazing. And I'm just like such a huge fan of the ministry. Like I use the website. There's ladies that I get the privilege to walk with in life through different seasons. And they might like one of them is like, um, they're a military family. And so mm-hmm. even on your website, you have resources for that. So oftentimes when I'm meeting with ladies, it's like, I don't know, but I know people that know, you know, and then I can go to God's word. And so those kind of coupled together really help So we live just outside of St. Louis. I have a husband of 12 years, and then we have three littles. The Lord thought it'd be super fun to pack three of them in under the age of two. Mm -hmm. Yes, (laughs) right? And so we survived. And um, yeah, they're like eight and 10 now, eight, eight and 10. So we have boy-girl twins, and they sometimes twinify. They like do this talk thing, or if they haven't seen each other, they like tackle each other and just connect. Right. And then our oldest, he's a farmer, but we live in town. So, I mean, we, we have our quarantine chickens and do the best we can, you know, we join the 4-H. So (laughs) So we're big. That's yeah. We (laughs) field trip to farms. So yeah, I'm an artist. So I'm a potter here. I'm not sure. Do you, do you not match your mug to your outfit? Um, Is that just me? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so I make um, pottery, but then I'm also a speaker, and so I share. Make, do you make your mugs based on the outfits you have? Yes, yeah, sometimes. Or do you get your outfits based on the mugs you create? I know, chicken and egg, right? Either right. way, can't go wrong. Right. <laughs> can't go wrong. <laughs> All of the above. Right. 
Yes. All that. And then like, I used to make, you know, the leather earrings and that. And, um, I'm one, like I go into a store, I'm like, I could totally make that necklace. We need to, we need to make that or make those dishes. And so it's, it happens over a course of years. They're not amazing, but it works for us. And I speak at women's events and conferences, really just talking about how God molds and makes us and how this mug was made out of the mistakes and the trimmings and the things that didn't work out the first time, Mm -hmm. but turning them back over to God can be remade, right? It's my daily. That's why I drink out of broken things because I'm that too. It's so good. I love, I love the message. I love your interactive pottery that we witness. Like it's, it brings God's word to life watching you and you're so gifted with that. Mm. So if you have not heard or seen Kelly, your, your website is kellybrinkman.com, right? Yep. I have a couple previews in that. So yeah, Yeah. it's a joy to get to talk with people. So thanks. It is. And you're gifted in it. So kellybrinkman.com will link, will link, um, but I'm pumped. Okay. This episode, we are going to talk about something that I think if you're alive, which you are, if you're listening to this, okay. Yes. <laughs> if you have, I mean, seriously been married for a minute, a hot minute, you have wrestled with the feeling of resentment in some way at some time. Also. Right. And yeah. so this blog post is so good. We're going to talk about it today. Joy Ballard is also a gem. You're all a gem listening, watching, right. but which PS2, we're on, we're, we're recording this. It's going to be on YouTube. So that's kind of new and fun. Um, but Joy Ballard, you can't find her really anywhere. PS, she doesn't have a website. She just is amazingly gifted in her words. She writes for a wife like me. She's on a writing team. And so she wrote this blog post. It's called A Different Look at Resentment. And it's like, it was eye-opening. And that's how we're going to talk about it. That's probably my favorite thing too. People think like, oh, Amanda Davison, you lead the ministry. You probably know all these things. Actually, I get to learn from everyone on our team. So it's like, I think I'm benefiting so much because I read everything and I listen to the blog or the the podcast and everything. Anyway, um, But so she explains this opening of her blog post. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's like every wife. She said, right. For many years, my husband worked 12 hour shifts as a nurse. I would hear friends talk about their husbands helping with the kids, um, baths and, be- and uh, bedtimes every evening and wonder what it would feel like. Then when the weekend would finally come, I would assume everyone else had fun Friday night plans while I wrestled our kids to their beds alone. My husband um, would much rather be home in the evenings or go on a date with me rather than being at work. He was doing what he needed to do for our family in that season. But knowing that didn't keep resentment from tempting me. Truthfully, I let it in more times than I would like to admit. That, I think, is like the root of so many of our hard things, if we are honest. And these, I don't, I think these experiences when we feel that resentment, we don't want to share that. These are the things you're not going to share with your friends. Like, right. you know what? The internal monologue. Right? Yeah. And and right. you're not like, honestly, I don't even think we recognize it a lot of the time. So like, how, why would I share it with you, Kelly, that I'm feeling resentful toward my husband that, you know, I love that you and Mark took the kids to the fair last weekend. But to be honest with you, when you said that, I am struggling feeling resentment toward my husband. Uh, 
probably because I didn't even recognize it. Like we don't, you know, it's not something that we're yeah. going to probably share. Or what typically has happened in my experience when I do feel that feeling of resentment, like, ugh, like bitterness creeping in. Right. Um, I don't examine it. I don't hold it in the light. I just feel it and let it start to, it's like I put it in the crock pot and I'm just going to let that simmer. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to actually take it out of the oven and look at it. It's bad fat. That's bad fat right there. Yeah. And so you don't want to, we don't want bad fat, right? No. Um, Is there good fat? I think so. I think so. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but that's what I, so it's just interesting that even her, uh, highlighting that I think can really hit a, like a, a nerve with us. Right. Uh, if we're honest, I don't know if it does for you at all, but yeah. So when I read it, I was like, wait a minute. So making loud, passive aggressive comments to my kids about the things I wish my husband would do. That's, that's wrong. And <laughs> Is that what she's saying? <laughs> no, I know that, but I, and I've totally done that and do that. I mean, it's a conscious choice, you know, not to, but it starts with um, what's in my heart, but to say, Hey, it's trash day. Um, guys, we need to gather the trash. We all do family helps, you know, in a louder voice so that my <laughs> husband will hear it. I mean, anyone else, you don't have to raise your hands, but you know, things like that, like I'm resentful that I feel like I'm doing it all, or does Mm -hmm. anyone see me? You know, this week my husband um, worked from home and at some point then he came upstairs and he saw the kitchen and he goes, wow. And I said, yeah, I actually do this every day. I wipe down the counters and clear off the table and load the dishwasher and the sink is empty. But you see it a lot of times when the kids have come home and, you know, live in this space and use it. so it just made me feel like seen, like he, he does know that like there is a degree of cleanliness that we try to, we, you know, try to attain. But I think that bitterness, it really can take root in your heart. And I know we're talking crock pots, but it is totally that because then it can simmer. And then I can, in my mind go, and it's the trash and it's the, sure, go to a late night meeting or a board meeting. I'll be here. Right. And one of the things yeah. that, I've done is even this morning I had coffee with a friend because they're um, my husband's an attorney. And so he works long hours in a lot of the same way your husband works long hours, especially during the harvest, Amanda. And so the Lord has kind of knit me together with two or three other women whose husbands have really high stress jobs. And that has been a huge blessing because then we each talk to each other and I have independent relationships with them and talk about tactics that we can do to support and help both Mm -hmm. them and ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, like the crockpot thing, I know it's kind of funny, but it does help with stress later on in in the day. And we're going to have a a quick passing because I have a meeting out of the house tonight. So Mm -hmm. it will allow me to say, here's dinner. And you don't have to start from scratch. Thanks for coming home a little early by five (laughs) to get that done. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's a way that I'm hedging off resentment Mm -hmm. and that I'm thinking ahead and Mm -hmm. saying, how can I help there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I hear that and I hear that's great for you, Kelly. Like, you know, some of us might be feeling that way listening because what I love about what Joy said is in this blog post that 
it's not necessarily bad that we feel that. It's just like with anything, what do we do with it? And so because I think to experience, I'm upset that, or I'm feeling resentment, like creeping in that you're gone all the time or that I'm cleaning more than you or you name it, whatever that is, that that's not necessarily a bad thing. First, she explains exactly what it is. She says, resentment is actually an impaired expression of hurt. So that that is a clue. It can become a clue for us, like a signal. Right. That when we experience, we all know what that feels like. You're like, "Mm, okay. Like that feeling of like, like all you just are, you know, it's rising up in you. We can take that and ask ourselves, what is the hurt I actually am feeling? And Then she goes on to explain that instead of um, just admitting what that root feeling is, typically what do we do? We just move into this impaired version of hurt, which is resentment. On the other side, though, there's, there's hope. If we take a look at that hurt and say, why am I actually feeling hurt? I'm feeling hurt because I feel alone, because I feel like I'm doing all the work, because I feel like you're not understanding me or I, because you're not appreciating me because I feel that blah, blah, right. All these different things. Right. And we can take that and admit that. And when we do that, she says a new path is opened that we didn't see before. It's a path toward healing and courage. And so I, I just love that because where some of us might be more, you know, quick to recognize or even then hedge off, like you just explained that maybe, you know, um, a way to help us not get into this place of resentment. Some of us might be like, oh, I didn't even know I was experiencing that. Or now that I know that feeling, I can actually not stay in that, not put the lid on it in the crock pot, but I can actually pull it out and say, hey, okay, what is this hurt? Why am I feeling frustrated? And now I'm going to actually talk to you about that instead right. of holding on to this half version of something that's going to take root in my heart and cause me even more damage. And not right. only me, but our marriage. So I just love that. Right. And I think it's true. It's that stopping. I mean, I grew up in a, I can sometimes resort to a lot of activity and that is sometimes can be used as a way of numbing out or not thinking deeply, but to turn Mm -hmm. off the phone, the TV, the radio, the um, different distractions, and to say, what's at the root of that? I find that those that can really do it well, have great courage. And I think too, that God only works in the light, you know, and if we keep it in the dark, just in our heart, and we're not voicing it to God and saying, Hey, I mean, even as joy was talking, she said, we need to admit we need help. Mm -hmm. And resentment isn't the only option, but she says, hope says, uh, with God's help, I can do this. And we don't rely solely on ourselves. So for me, it's that pause, even in that moment, you know, if I'm standing at the kitchen sink or what have you and say, Lord, I'm really feeling this right now. I just pray that you make a a new way. Yes. And I'm thankful that if I said to Mark, 
hey, would you mind to grab the trash in those couple of rooms and I'll meet you here? You know, then Mm -hmm. it voices my desire for help. And it gives him like something tangible to do. Cause sometimes guys are like, I mean, just, just tell me what to do. What do I need to do to fix it? I'm like, get the trash out of those two rooms, please. And he's like, yeah, sure. And then it's like a no big deal versus if I don't say anything, it stews. And then that plant just like, you know, oozes in on itself. And then you're growing something weird, like mold. Yeah. I think that when you say that it it's um, tricky because I can sense that maybe there are some listeners feeling like, yeah, I've tried that. Like I have voiced, mm-hmm. you know, my, you know, could you just, you know, when you have a minute, could you please take the garbage out or whatever? And then what becomes scary and I think feels vulnerable for many wives is that when we like taking a step into this place of actually voicing maybe our hurt or voicing what it is, what we need, like Joy says, we can address our needs without resentment. Um, it it feels right. vulnerable because what if right. they don't respond to that? What if right. they yeah. choose not to um, appreciate or see or recognize or affirm or um, help or whatever that is, right? Or show up or whatever that might be. Um, it feels very scary to voice it. Um, and that's where we can grow as wives to really trust whatever God's going to do on the other side of us being honest. And it's not up to us. We are not the Holy spirit, which I have to remind myself of that 20 times a day. Um, But we're not. And so what that does is it helps us feel freedom and confidence in bravely sharing what we need and what we're feeling um, and, and holding it out here for the Lord to deal with um, in whatever way and to prompt our husbands um, in whatever way he needs and wants to do that in them. Um, yeah. But it, nothing will change if we don't, though. And so I just want to encourage you, wives, all of us, me included, to really, again, become ask, ask Holy Spirit to help you recognize these moments where resentment or bitterness is is. We're, we're looking to as the option and then ask Holy Spirit to help us then actually uh, show us what the underlying hurt is so that we can then courageously rely on him and voice that. Uh, yeah. Because it'll change our hearts. If anything, it changes our hearts um, and doesn't close the door and put walls up in our marriage. Right. As I was reading Joy's post, um, I was thinking in Hebrews 12, it goes to verse 15, see to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. Hmm. And so it does talk about that, um, that it does take courage to how to deal with that and that the bitter root can cause trouble and defile Mm. many. So it harms me and my husband, you know, sometimes the only person we can control, as you know, is, is ourselves. Right. And the Holy spirit is like our biggest advocate. And yes, turning over our husbands to them and go, Lord, I don't know what to do with this. Please work in this way. And he will. Sometimes I go first because resentment often starts with a self-focus where I'm just seeing my need 
Yeah. And in that moment, if I can say, or maybe after I calm down a second, just say, Hey, I don't know what your day looks like. Is there something I could do to kind of help you out? You Mm -hmm. do that enough times and they're seeing that and they receive your support. Mm -hmm. Then oftentimes it's easier to gently then open that conversation Mm -hmm. and say, Hey, you know, if they say like, well, I don't have lunch or I really do need to run this to the dry cleaners or I'm out of shampoo, you go, great, I could do that. And then that starts to change the tone of the relationship where it's a little bit more like, hey, I'm here on your team and I'm here to give and Mm -hmm. to help out. And then hopefully that, as I've seen it, it opens the door then where the door can swing both ways. So do you see that? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because You're right. It's just this, I'm focused on me so much. We all are. And not to dismiss what we are feeling and we are experiencing, but I have found that when I'm able, when he helps me, when God helps me step outside of myself for a hot minute and actually take the scope off of me just for a hot minute, my heart changes. Right. And Right. You know, actually, it was funny, not funny, whatever it was. Yesterday, I went out to the farm to help my husband with just a few farm things, whatever. Not farming things. Come on now. I, I, I played HR for the day. I did not get in. a. I wish I could drive all the things, but I can't. It's too hard. Anyway, I'm scared too. There's that. But anyway, um, I went out there. And before I went out there, I was kind of like, in my mind, I'm like, so much to do. I have to get the kids up. We've got the dentist appointments. We've got guitar tonight. We've got just like all these things. And I really need to go to the post office and blah, 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 whatever. Like, okay, I'm just going to go out like and help him out, blah, blah, blah. I kind of had a poor attitude about it. And so when I get out there and seeing him in his element where he is dog crazy busy, like I walk in, I'm like, you know, thought there'd be like a cheer team. Like he'd be super excited. He can barely like get off the phone and the computer and there's people in his office and there's like people waiting outside. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, what can I do to help? Oh my gosh. Like, babe, you're Mm -hmm. so busy. Anyway, my, you know, when we're able to like, Oh wait, it's not just me that Mm -hmm. (laughs) is in this. And it's not just me carrying hard things. And it's not just me that feels busy or weighed down or alone or whatever. Like, Oh, Oh, then it it does create that connection yeah. versus and that empathy and grace. And right. so anyway, it's so true and it's it's so helpful. Yeah. Yeah. It does it does just change the whole tone. Yep. Yep. Oh friends, we love you. Hey, uh over at a wife like me.com if you've not been over there. All the blog posts, all the links to our freebies, you can sign up for the freebies in that. When you do that, you get all of our emails too, once a week, just once a week, nothing else, straight from me. I spend all of my day doing that every week, once a day. I've seen it. Because we pack our, just a recap of the blog posts that came out that week, the, the podcast episodes, uh, the, I always write something special for that email, um, anything new and fun coming out, you're the first to know. So you also then get our freebies. So just a wife like me.com and sign up for our email, get all the freebies there. And this episode we're pumped. Um, it's sponsored by the wife like me collective. Kelly mentioned it, but we'll see you in there. 
I know. We created the collective for really wives to grow in their faith and in their marriage. So if you are wanting to be intentional in those two areas, uh, the areas that matter most with your faith and then your marriage, that's where you want to be. We have coaches in there from um, doing counseling every month. We now have Christ-centered yoga once a month in there. We have recipes, date nights. We've got so much. We were uh, reading scripture together. It's amazing. And so um, that's simply all there for you. Just head to collective.awifelikeme.com and we'll see you over there. Good deal. Thank you for listening, friends. Um, We are going to be back again in 2022 coming in January. Kelly and I are going to be here every week and we're that and but we still have so many more episodes coming out from our podcast team you do not want to miss those so if you are subscribed to the wife like me podcast you'll get all of those notifications coming in when those come out um and just thanks for being here thanks for listening and kelly thank you for being my new co-host oh yeah yeah it's like so much this is how excited i am about it i'm this excited yeah i am (laughs) me too me too. <laughs> right. Thank I you. Love- you always have a friend here at a wife like me. So even if you're in an area and you say, I don't have those friends to go to coffee with, we're, we're your people. You belong here. Looking forward to seeing you again. Thank you. Yeah. We love you. Bye everyone.